0: This is the AA Ron Show where we talk about sports and other stuff. Today's story will be the Miami versus Notre Dame game of October 15th, 1988. It featured number four Notre Dame and number one Miami. These were two of the best teams at the time, two of the best coaches in college history, and they were pitted against each other in a showdown that could decide who makes it to the national championship. This game went down in history as Catholics versus convicts. Now let's jump right into this story the definition of hype is extravagant or intensive publicity or promotion this game was hyped up by everyone if you followed college football you knew about arguably the greatest game of 1988 your mom knew about it your grandma knew about it your dad knew about it your sister knew about it even if you didn't watch football i guarantee you knew about it Miami was on a 34-win streak. They were 5-2 in the last seven meetings with the Fighting Irish. They were 5-0 in the season. So was Notre Dame. Uh, Miami had just came off a national championship the year prior, and Notre Dame was good enough to do that this year. Everybody wanted to know if this new, good Notre Dame team could finally beat Miami. Things got even more hyped when the Catholic vs. Convict shirt were made. Miami didn't like these very much because that put a bad label on them as criminals. They didn't like being called that. Shocking, I know. And Notre Dame, well, they loved the shirts, and so did the players. And this started big controversy before the game that could lead to something. Everybody knew that something was going to happen before this game, during the game, but nobody predicted what really happened. These two teams had very different personalities. Notre Dame wanted to be right, wanted to act right everywhere, and show no disrespect. Miami was the complete opposite. They showed disrespect, they had swagger, and they did what they had to do to win. And uh, the thing that everybody had, wanted or thought was going to happen happened during warm ups. The punter for Notre Dame was punting the ball when Raghab, Raghib Ismail was receiving the punts. Miami was huddled near the tunnel when this was happening. And when Ismail caught the ball from the punter, a Miami player went and shoved him down. Notre Dame looked at Miami for a couple seconds and then ran for him. Not just one player was involved, not two. Not just the player that shoved Notre Dame, uh, Raghab Ismail down. Every single player, every single coach, every single trainer was involved. And uh, here's what Lou Holtz, the Notre Dame coach, had to say about it.
1: Notre Dame is number one. Notre Dame with a miracle win. Is the He's conference. going in. Notre Dame has scored. It was probably, uh, throughout my college and NFL career, probably one of the most intense games uh, that I've ever played in. We get in the game, and the last thing we did was we punted the ball. You know, after our pregame warm-up, we punted the ball. Well, the minute we lined up to punt, I looked down. Miami's still doing their pre. They come running down, the minute we lined up, they bumped rocket Ishmael, they ran right through our our, our formation, and, and that's sort of a disrespectful thing, but so it's no big deal. But it was to the 13 players, not the first team players. The 13 players, they aren't gonna play. They're all excited. You end up in a, in a tussle in the tunnel. One guy went over me, and next thing you know, I'm in the bottom of the pile on the bleachers, and it was just, Melee with really nothing going on except people were on top of the bleachers and everybody was wondering when everybody was going to get up to get out of it. So I think a lot more made of it than truly really happened. I was embarrassed. And so we get in the locker room. I am really mad. And I said it in a very meaningful way. I said, if I see anybody during the course of this football game do anything but class or show disrespect to Notre Dame or anything else, you represent thousands, millions of people, you're not only going to be pulled out of this game. You're never going to play for Notre Dame again. I want to see a class operation. Now, After we win the game, if Miami wants to fight, fine, we'll meet them in the alley. And I didn't plan to say this, but it just came out. And if they do, you say, Jimmy Johnson's asked for me. Well, I didn't get anything else. They went out the locker room. I wasn't done. I wanted to get my... They go storming out the locker room. You know, when he said leave Jimmy Johnson's but to him, you know, it was like, hey, we're all fired up. It was like lighting a match and throwing it on gasoline at that point. And that man took off.
0: This next clip will be uh, Miami head coach Jimmy Johnson and quarterback Joe Walsh talking about the fight and what happened for about 30 seconds. And then the last half will be uh, Tony Rice, Notre Dame's quarterback and other players talking about how it happened and uh, what the fight was like. You put them up on
1: on. You television. Pull up on the buses and everyone's wearing their t-shirts, convicts versus Catholics. I, I kind of got a kick out of it. We got it. I mean, we had earned that reputation with some of our past matches before our pregame. And usually if a team does, they run around on the sideline and they go up the tunnel, you know, and it's all good. Our stadium, it's one tunnel, one way in, one way out. You had to go completely around the entire group in order to get to the dressing room to get to the tunnel. Do we go around or do we go through? Go through. <laughs> they didn't respect us, they just ran through us and bumped us They're like, get out of our way, this is our field. Notre Dame wasn't gonna allow that to happen. Well, I was in the press box and you heard the crowd react first. Everybody in the stand said, hell yeah. It wasn't a shoving match, it was a rumble. It was a bar fight, and we had stools, we'd be hitting each other with them. Punches have been thrown, helmets being ripped off. We tried to break it up, couldn't break it up. I looked at Blair Moore and said, this thing may never and end. Ugly a few moments.
0: Both teams were ready now, they just got the speech from the coach, they were told to play hard, play good, and go out there and win, and uh, save the fight for later, but uh, even though they are both ready to win, only one team can walk away from a game and win. So, uh, now it's time to see who won this game. And Notre Dame scored first in this game. Miami didn't start off well, and in the second quarter, Notre Dame had the lead 21-7, to and had scored 14 points in the second quarter. But Miami had scored 21 and tied it up before the half. Both teams started the second half without scoring, but on their second possession, Notre Dame's Tony Rice threw a touchdown pass, and the PAT made the score 28-21 Notre Dame. By the end of the third quarter, the score was 31-21, and Notre Dame had scored more points than they had in the last four losses of Miami. Notre Dame was finally going to beat Miami, and it looked like it. Looked like the fourth quarter was when the controversial call happened. Miami's running back Cleveland Gary had fumbled the ball into the end zone and out of bounds and the ball was overturned. Miami argued that he was in the end zone before he fumbled and therefore it should be a touchdown, but the refs would not budge on the call and, Miami, and when Miami got the ball back again though. With 50 Miami got the ball back again though with 50 seconds on the clock. They drove down and scored, making the score 30 to 31. A PAT would force the game into overtime, but a two-point conversion would seal the game for Miami. Miami went for two, but Miami wasn't meant to win, and Steve Walsh's pass felt incomplete. Too many mistakes on Miami's part led to Notre Dame taking advantage of all those mistakes and walking out of there with a dub. Notre Dame went on to win the national championship that year. Miami's 36-game win streak was broken that day, but they were able to make it back to the national championship in 1889 and win, so uh, they weren't sad for long. Both teams went on to be good, though, in the future, But now that it's in 2019, neither team is the powerhouse they once were, and uh, Miami hasn't won the championship since 2001, and Notre Dame's last championship was 1988, the year they beat Miami. Today, although both teams aren't good, things are starting to look bright for them, and maybe in the near future, the rivalry can start back up, and the team can be great again. That's it for now.
1: Again the double tight end, again the wishbone, just about. 11 men up on the line of scrimmage. Here's Rice, five yards. Does it go by another to touchdown? Tony Rice takes the ball to the fullback, circles to the right, hits the spot at the five-yard line, and nobody touched him, and bursts into the end zone. The Irish throw 75 yards. Hit 12. First thrown backfield. Tony Rice will take the snap, gives it to Eilers. Eilers is down to about the two touchdowns. Pat Eilers for a score. The wingman on the right side. Three wide receivers right. They're going to go for two. Back to throw, Waltz looks, 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 has the time, lost the ball, the pass is it down, it's bedded on by Carroll, and the airs may win it this afternoon, they're out from
0: 3130 30 as Jimmy Johnson went for two.